Hi everyone, welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. It's your girl Whistle. Welcome to the podcast. We talk about shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about, because we talk about what you wanted to talk about. You be here, but you're not fucking here. Um, happy Valentine's Day, you guys. Oh my god. Um, if you are a new listener, welcome. If you're an OG, part of the What's the Game, part of the What's the Crew. If you're back just to be entertained, or you're just having a bad day, you need something to lift you up. Welcome back. If you think I'm talking shit about you, especially if you're from my former workplace where I got laid off from. Yes, I am talking shit about you. I am. Allegedly. And um, yeah, you guys, um, happy Valentine's Day. I was supposed to put this episode out like, what, two days ago? But I was like, you know what? We need to relax, breathe. We got time now, you know? We got laid off on the second day of Black History Month. So we're just trying to use this time as a time to regenerate and refresh. Look at me saying we when it's really just me y- y'all probably just at work right now getting paid i'm happy for y'all <laughs> you know if i need a little cash up you know s- send me a little five dollars thank you i'm joking but um no definitely i've been using this time as a break just to get my life together and just like focus and think about like, certain things the only thing is bro um the only thing i could say is the universe be humbling motherfuckers in the funniest ways so let's just get on to the life update so we all know that I got laid off literally on the second day of black history month and you guys know before that I actually worked at one of the biggest ad agencies specifically for the PR sector well guess what motherfuckers they did a couple Super Bowl ads so they did the ad with Michael Sarah for CeraVe I say CeraVe I feel like I need a little flavor on it and they also did the iconic commercial with Miss you know who they did the fucking iconic Verizon commercial with Beyonce when I tell you seeing that commercial because I already knew what company works with Verizon I already knew it was them I was like fuck I literally sat there and like had some tears come my eyes I was like bro had I stayed would I be part of this commercial and then I had like some of my old colleagues who I still talk to from that workplace they're like girl the Beyonce commercial like everyone was literally saying if you were here you'd probably be working on that fucking commercial and I literally sat there I was like wow wow for me to leave this place go to this cock ass place and then get laid off to see this commercial being played bro (laughs) Ah, no comment that's all I could say I'm gonna take my L like I'm gonna take my L I'm gonna take my L like Jay Huss said every L I took I needed it that was the L I needed so now we are just I guess doing the job that doesn't pay you, which is basically applying for jobs and sitting on interviews. And I think that's the only thing that sucks. Cause like, not only did I get laid off, but like a, a couple of my other friends who work in PR, but also like other industries also got laid off. Like I have a friend who works in the medical field that got laid off. And I was like, what the fuck? Like what? That don't make no fucking sense. But it's just having to get to the process of seeing that. And then also, since we are going to be talking about the Super Bowl and we are talking about layoffs right now, like, it's crazy how literally the Super Bowl happened on Sunday and then literally Tuesday, which is the day that this episode is being recorded, Paramount was like, yeah, we're laying off like 800 employees. That's fucking crazy for y'all to have like one of the top ranked um with Usher's like freaking um Super Bowl performance, halftime performance being top ranked. And now y'all are doing layoffs. That is fucking crazy. But we'll see what happens. All I'm going to say is interesting, Joe Biden. Joe Biden, you say you added a new jobs. You added them new jobs. Because literally, the day when Joe Biden announced, yeah, we just added new jobs to the economy. We're doing great. Don't seem like it because people are getting laid off. And then the inflation price, especially with them groceries, are going up. But hey, that's none of my business. <laughs>
But either way, let's get on to more like lovey-dovey things. I just want to wish you guys a happy Valentine's Day. If you have a partner, a spouse, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, um, I did say partner, what else? Um, I'm not going to say situationship because bitch, you're not in a relationship in your situationship. You're just wasting your time. But if you are in a relationship, you're in a committed relationship, or even if you're in a non-ethical monogamous relationship, if you're in an ethical monogamous relationship, if you're in poly, if you are in a polyandry, I want to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. I want to wish you amazing day of love and affection. If you plan on having... You plan on having sex tonight and you can conceive a baby, do it, do it this month. You know, have a little Scorpio. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio too. So look how I turned out. Or even if you plan on not wanting to start family, wrap it up, wrap it up. Okay. Safe sex is great sex. So you better use a latex. But, um, I just want you guys a happy Valentine's Day, even for my singles too. Yes. The single crew, me, you know, we don't, we don't have somebody this year, but it's okay. Self-love, you have your friends and just reflect. I feel like even with this, use this day to buy yourself some flowers, buy yourself some chocolate. Well, I'm on a diet, so I'll be buying myself like a bouquet of roses or some, some strawberries, not the chocolate covered ones. So we're trying to stay away from sugar, but enjoy that day and just know that every day is a day of love for you and that you are loved and you are desired in many ways and yes and to the single peoples just know you got secret admirers and it, this is where we have to start talking about my secret admirers <clears throat> my secret admirers okay what day is it this episode is being recorded on february 13th but it's out on february 14th sir i'm telling you right now you got until 5 p.m on February 14th, 2024, after business hours, don't call my phone. You got until 5 p.m. of hearing this to express your feelings. If you was loving me on, on the low, it's okay to be loving me on the low. Just admit, just just open up, okay? Just say something. This is the best time to bag me right now, okay? I'm in a vulnerable state right now. <laughs> this is the best time to get me. So reveal yourself. It's okay it's okay to be loving me it's okay reveal yourself i know there's some of y'all there i know some of y'all listen to this right now like i said you got until 5 p.m i might actually be impressed i might be impressed i might be impressed okay i might be impressed i'm a nice person i feel like some people my some of my friends are like oh my god what's that you know how you be scaring these dudes because your fucking personality i'm like how is my personality scaring people i'm actually a very nice person i'm not judgmental at all i let people do what they gotta do shit i had a homegirl tell me once that she was met seen with like an engaged man and i looked at her and i was just like i'm gonna judge you for that but i'm gonna give you props for not shading his fucking fiance but girl you get your karma because she didn't shade the fiance and i was like because you know how sometimes too was but also too is she told me that she intentionally knew like it was the whole situation but that's all i was like well yes you were young when you did this but you do know you gonna have to pay back for this shit and i'm happy you're not throwing shade at his fiance because girl in the end of it both of y'all wrong but he's even more wrong but it's like still but still i'm not a judgmental person so my secret admirers reveal yourself you got until february 14th 2024 5 p.m if you don't say anything by 5 p.m and i'm not gonna say after six in those times because um yeah we don't do that we're uh, no no you're not about to you're not about to reveal yourself after after hours and try to get you gonna get some shit for me <laughs> no but like i said you got till 5 p.m 
reveal yourself or forever hold your peace until next year in 2025 <laughs> if i'm i might have a man by then so good luck sir but um yeah you guys see your admirers just reveal yourselves but i want to wish you guys a happy valentine's day i know that you guys are loved in many ways even if you don't have somebody just know that person's coming in and if you want to bring somebody to your life and you want to manifest the love of your life definitely sit down and think to yourself of like what you want in a partner and be that partner for yourself and just know that too when it comes to love love usually happens when you least expect it that person pops up at like the most funniest and interesting times sometimes you want them to come early but guess what they come at the convenient time of when you truly are not when they truly are needed but when they truly are like at the time point of where they need to be part of your life and not needed as in the aspect of like needing to like take care of you but needed to be there to be not only that support system but that loving and caring affectionate person for you and know that love is still alive yes okay now we're gonna get rid of this lover girl energy and go straight to the fucking super bowl because we gotta talk about that and we also gotta talk about the fucking baddies and how like the zeus network is going through like its own little like drama so we know the Super Bowl happened over the weekend. Um, congrats to the Kansas City Chiefs. If you did not bet on them, which you crazy, because let's be real, we all knew the NFL allegedly probably would have rigged that game for them, especially with the whole Taylor Swift drama and everything like that. So I'm not surprised. Congrats to Taylor Swift's boyfriend and Patrick Mahomes. Congratulations to you guys. Um, more millions in your life. I don't know what else to tell you guys. Um, it's definitely interesting to see how all these celebrities got together and i think especially with the aspect of like taylor swift and man i know i always gotta give like a disclaimer because i do have some friends who are swifties we all know about like taylor's girl gang i'm sorry ice spice girl you need to dip out of there i never see a black woman in taylor swift's girl gang no shade just being honest but ice spice please get that together and another thing too there's like a video where um taylor was walking in with her mom her who else her mom one of her friends also um blake lively and ice spice i'm sorry but taylor why you let your mom walk around with that cheap looking versace bag i'm sorry taylor you need to get your mom a better looking bag because how the fuck you got her this damn versace bag looking like it came out of the counter at tj maxx no shade to anybody who shop at tj maxx but let's be real sometimes the designer that they be having there be looking a little wonky sometimes and that's what her mama's bag was looking like it was looking a little cheap it was looking like it was from DH Gate, but not the good quality of DH Gate. No shade, just being honest. But let's get past this whole like Taylor debacle and drama. But let's actually talk about like Usher's halftime show. I will say this: I was actually very entertained. I will say, is it in my top five of all like Super Bowl performances? No, but I will say it's in my top seven. Oh, you know, not even top seven, top ten. But for that, I have to give Usher props for him being a 45-year-old man and still being able to fucking do all those dance moves and still stay on tune. Like, y'all give this man props. Man, a lot of people were, like, complaining how, like, his set, he had too many songs. But it's, like, especially for, like, moments like the Super Bowl. And I say, even said this for, like, when we did the Grammys episode. This is a moment for Usher to not only kind of bring that nostalgia back for, like, the older millennials and young Generation X in a little bit of like the young millennials as well and older gen z but this is also the opportunity for him to catch the attention of young gen z and also older generation alpha because guess what 
literally after the performance his dreams went up like crazy so that's what you have to do sometimes that's the opportunity that brings for that so like folks who may have not known who usher is or they may have known only yeah and let it burn or confessions part two boom here are other songs that came out like um what is it good kisser and all these other songs that he had in within like that whole title so bringing that in i wish the only thing is and i'm so mad about this bro I really wish they gave Usher the opportunity to perform when the Atlanta Falcons were at the Super Bowl in Atlanta because you see how iconic that would have been more than having Maroon 5 perform because who did Maroon 5 bring out other than like Big Boy and Travis Scott and Travis Scott is not even from Atlanta. I understood the Big Boy part. But Travis Scott, that don't make no fucking sense. I get it. Y'all trying to play homage to hip hop, but y'all could have brought out for the fucking Migos or some shit like that. But had they brought out Usher, you know how crazy it would have been in that fucking stadium in Atlanta? So fucking crazy. But now we're hearing that the Super Bowl is going to be happening in Louisiana. And I'm saying this right now, Jay-Z, because I know you're the one who, who be picking. Lil Wayne. I need Lil Wayne. I need Juvenile. Shoot, I need Big Free to at least make a pop-up too. I, I need that. That's what we need. Maybe Solange could pop in too. Something like that. Because especially for this to be happening in Louisiana, specifically in New Orleans, even I know Normani's popping in my head because she's from New Orleans, but bringing in Lil Wayne and seeing that like playoff or everything, oh my God, what if Kevin Gates pops up on the stage? Oh my God, you know what? Let me not overthink this. But I think it just makes sense if they do, if like when they do the process of like picking out the artist for um new orleans pick little wayne but then there's another part of me that's like hmm middle america is probably gonna be like oh my god how many black people have performed at the super bowl you guys because especially literally once jay-z came into the picture because be like rihanna usher oh my god and they had shakira and j-lo like when are we gonna get something else bitch until the fucking super bowl is somewhere in the midwest like oklahoma then y'all can complain not not right now okay thank you and then we're gonna talk about oklahoma and the whole situation with beyonce but to close out usher's performance in general iconic i think it's definitely gonna still go down in history as like a good performance especially for the fact that like a lot of people watched it more this year than last year i do think that like this is definitely a good moment for him because now he has a tour so this is just another time of nostalgia for him and even a lot of people are like, oh, Chris Brown, Chris Brown. Let's be real. If Usher brought a Chris Brown on stage, my, you not know how crazy people are going to go on like social media. He knew what he was doing. And I know they still kind of have like beef with one another. Do I ever think that Chris Brown is ever going to perform at the Super Bowl? I don't see that happening right now unless like he does a whole press tour of like a forgive me press tour. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But Chris Brown definitely has like the catalog for a Super Bowl performance. Only time will tell. So we'll find out in the future. But definitely amazing performance. I like seeing her pop up on stage. I think that was amazing. Just him giving people not only their flowers, but also paying homage to like the new school as well. I loved that. Loved all of it. When it comes to Alicia Keys, Alicia, I'm gonna say this. You lost your voice. That was your karma for your whole situation with Swiss Beats. And Swiss Beats got his karma too because you know what let me not talk let me not talk because every single time i'll be talking shit on here i end up meeting somebody adjacent or equivalent or close to these people all i'm gonna say is alicia 
you got your karma somehow, somewhere when it came to that situation with Shonda. But we know Swiss Beats. We know you got yours too. We know yours came in a tenfold even more. So I'm going to just keep it moving and let's go talk about Beyonce and these two country songs that she came with. So Beyonce actually... After doing that commercial with Verizon, she launched two new songs called Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. And yes, they are both country-themed songs. Did I listen to them? Yes, I did. Am I really a country music fan? Eh, not really. If it's a country song, there has to be a little trap beat to it. You gotta have a little bop to it. So it's like, for example, if I were to listen to a country singer, I'd probably listen to like Florida, Florida, Georgia line, whatever that group is called. That, that band, I'd be having like some trap beats to it. But I think this is amazing just because we're kind of seeing Beyonce is, she's getting, I think she's getting closer to like that time where she's going to be taking a break from music. But a lot of people are saying that this is kind of like her method of taking back the genres that were taken from black people that black people invented. So now we're talking about country music and we do know country music is definitely one of those genres. They are very, 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 <clears throat> very, very, very uncomfortable with the aspect of seeing, well, I can't say, I can't say all of them, but like some of them, when it comes to like the black entertainers within that sector, we don't see that many like black singers who are country singers. Yes, we have the Mickey Guytons. Is it Guytons? Gates? Girl, we got Mickey, who is a black woman. And I think she just recently won a CMA award. We have Hootie and the Blowfish, aka Darius Rucker. We do have some up and coming ones too. We have Miss K. Michelle, which I think a lot of people didn't know that K. Michelle went to FAMU on a yodeling scholarship. So K. Michelle knows how to yodel and she does yodel in a lot of her um fucking songs so it makes sense it is what it is i think this is an amazing opportunity for black country singers i do hope she does like partner with some black country singers for example it would be great if she partners with like a tanner adele tanner adele literally mentions beyonce in her song buckle bunny or her even working with like a Raina roberts who actually got her come up from like tiktok so it would be amazing to see that. I would just love that. Or even like a freaking um collab with Mickey Guyton or even with Darius Rucker or even like her and K. Michelle. Oh, bitch, I would love that. And I did not like the fact that y'all were on Twitter saying, oh, somebody needs to go check on K. Michelle. Why is it the fact that whenever there's like a genre and let's say, for example, a big star like a Beyonce and a Rihanna pops in and they're doing that, you're like, oh, we need to go check in on the other black woman in it. No, this is an opportunity for her to leverage that talent because guess what? There are more eyes within the um, genre of country now. There's more eyes on that. Use that to leverage and use that to even like, I don't know, get an opportunity to work together. I feel like Beyonce and K. Michelle on the track together specifically, those are some powerhouse voices. So I'm here for it. Will I be streaming it? Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be streaming it like that. I'll probably play it for like the streams, but I feel like this will probably be the act I don't really check for. But I do know allegedly they're saying that act three will be rock and roll, which I will gladly listen to, okay? I will gladly listen to that. I'm not gonna lie, even though she'll be doing rock and roll for act three, please, Beyonce, if you're listening to this, someone at Parkwood, write this down, please. I'm gonna give y'all some free tea. You know how Jay-Z did the encore with Linkin Park? We need to get a collaboration with Linkin Park. Yes, we need to get a collaboration with Linkin Park and then we need to get a collaboration with Paramore. Yep, you know what? Not only Paramore, My Chemical Romance. Yes, we need to have that little like teenage angst punk rock sector within it too. I want that. I want that, okay? Please, 
do that for me. Or even Panic at the Disco. And one last mention, Fall Out Boy as well. And I feel like a Beyonce and Fall Out Boy collaboration makes sense because let's not forget that Pete Wentz is the baby daddy to Ashley Simpson, who is married to Evan, Evan Ross, who is the son to Diana Ross, who is also someone who Beyonce looks up to. You know, I'm just putting the connections together. So it would make sense. I'm just saying and Beyonce has worked with Coldplay, so it makes sense. Or even like 21 Pilots. I'm, I'm here for this. I can't wait for the rock album. If y'all bring freaking, I don't know. Oh my God. I can think of like so many. Oh my God. What if she like collaborates with like Aerosmith or some shit like that? Or even like one of those black rock bands that are just like up in the coming. You know what? Okay, let me stop overthinking this. And I don't want to give out too much free ideas because I know Parkwood. The thing is, I always say this as well. When you have like a platform, regardless of how big it is. You just never know who's listening and who's writing down these ideas for themselves. So if you're from Parkwood Entertainment, girl, give me the job, okay? Give me the job. I'll gladly give y'all more, like give you guys some way much more ideas than this. But either way, it's gonna be interesting to see that play out. I'm happy that Beyonce is just embarking in like different sectors and having, she's at the phase where she can experiment. She can experiment with her art. She can experiment with the music. Whoever is in the team right now, they can experiment and see what works and what sticks. So I'm happy for that. And in the end of it, Beehive is always going to support. And also, hearing about how like some country stations don't want to play her music, y'all are trash. Be Beyonce don't need radio play. Beyonce don't need radio play. So the fact that y'all not even playing her music, that's fucking up y'all up. Because if y'all were actually playing her music, guess what? That's just going to bring a bigger audience to you. So for all the country singers that are probably going to be pissed off about it, bitch, you better be praying you get that fucking Beyonce um, feature because guess what? This can actually leverage your career. This can actually help you out. When the Beehive, like when B supports someone, the Beehive is loyal to that person as well. That's why we see a lot of artists either stick to themselves with an Ariana Grande, a Nicki, or even a Beyonce, or even a Rihanna because guess what? They have those type of fan bases if you work with their fave, they are loyal to you. But moving on, let's talk about baddies and the Zeus Network and all the drama that's going on at the Zeus Network. And I have to bring this up because I've been seeing so many pictures of like the baddies and Lamel Plummer and Janisha and even Nene Leakes at like the Super Bowl. First things first is who invited the Zeus Network to these industry parties? Because how the fuck y'all let one of the girls from the Zeus Network take a picture with Northwest? Kimberly. Kimberly. I'm not talking to Kanye because this was not a night that Kanye had the babies. Kimberly, I need to talk to you right now, Kimberly. Kimberly and Kardashian. What the hell is going on with you, girl? Why you let one of the baddies take a picture with your daughter? Mm, tragic. But it's the fact that the baddies literally were at the Super Bowl in this million dollar section. They was at the parties. Y'all got Smiley from the fucking baddies taking pictures with 2 chains and all these other celebrities. And they're probably looking at her like, girl, who the fuck are you? She got a picture with Northwest. North is looking at the camera like, who the fuck is this bitch? Like, who are you? Kimberly, you need to get that shit together, girl. You need better security for them kids. But that is fucking crazy how like the baddies is kind of going through their little face because we do notice that Lamel Plummer, who is the CEO of Zeus, is kind of like transitioning the phase of the Zeus Network because when the Zeus Network first started, it was a basically a bunch of like YouTubers who actually invested in, into it. And they had like um, shows 
that were actually scripted, which I do think some of the shows on like the Zeus Network right now, the TV shows are scripted as well. But you had the show with B. Simone and Blame It On Quay. But now we have Baddies, which is one of the top shows on there. You have Jocelyn's Cabaret. But it seems like Lamel kind of wants to grow it due to like, you know, Netflix and all these other outlets. And he's noticing, okay, we're getting a lot of like, a lot of like notability and notoriety. Let's try to build this and create more like meaningful content. So it's basically using the ratchetry to get the attention. But now we're actually going to serve the real purpose of the show, which is like not even the show, the platform of creating black content meaningful content which is kind of sad that it has to be like this to transition to it but still a lot of people are here for the mess they're not here for like the self-awareness let's be real people like the mess people like drama because that's a way of escapism for them they don't want to see some like happy hope shit because we could watch the old network for that if we want to but there's been a lot of rumors about lamel being diddy 2.0 that's what they call him they call him baby diddy because allegedly what they're saying is he'd be pimping out them girls allegedly and he'd be sleeping with them girls allegedly although he has a whole wife Janisha who is the host of like the reunion shows and the auditions is his wife and it's alleged that he has been messing with Scotty and I think Anna from Baddies East and that allegedly he got the claps from one of the girls on the fucking network the claps aka they're saying I don't know what the claps mean okay I'm, I'm, I'm a zillennial. So to the people who pay attention to like internet talk, I'm, I'm hearing that the claps is allegedly something that'd be itching down there, but I don't know what that is. That's what they're allegedly saying that he got the clap from one of them girls. So if you know what the clap means, please email me and give me a definition to that so I can better get this all together. But all I can say is I am excited to see how this like baddies reunion plays out. Like the Zeus Network, y'all be trying to stretch out these reunions. Well, you know damn well, we just need an hour of the fighting and the discussions. And that's it. This is just useless. Like, I don't get it. But still, it really goes to show you that the Zeus Network is part of, it has to say it's part of the culture for a certain extent. It has its iconic moments. It's going to go down in reality TV history, especially for the fact that this is a Black-owned network with a bunch of like black investors who are from like Vine. They do have some white investors too. So like some of the folks like Amanda Cerny, who was actually very popular on Vine, who's a YouTuber. She, I don't think she's an investor anymore, but she actually invested on Zeus in the earlier stages. If you go through like the Zeus's like show platforms and everything like that, their older shows, she has a show with her ex-boyfriend on there. So pay attention to that. But we'll see what happens when it plays out for that. It's definitely interesting to see how... The Zeus network is moving through, but also hearing about like the power struggles and how some people use their power. So it really goes to show you that there will always be a bad guy, allegedly, especially if they're saying that Lamel is doing all that shit. But it's like, let me, let me, sir, if you won't be messing with them girls, make sure you don't get no clap. Like, sir, make sure you protect yourself too. But a lot of people feel bad for Janisha because obviously she's married to the CEO of Zeus. But a lot of people are like, you know what, maybe she does have her own dude or something like that. She knows that it's going on because a lot of people are allegedly saying that Janisha knows that this is all happening and she's down for it too. But we don't know if they have an open relationship. So that's not my business. I don't judge people with their relationship shit. But I'm going to say is, man, if you're going to mess around in private and do that, make sure you're not catching nothing. Protect yourself. One last thing. Can y'all please pray for Tyrese? Tyrese is going through some shit. I don't know. Ever since, like, they said The Rock was going to get his own show on the franchise of, like, The Fast and Furious and he was on, like, the camera crying, 
Tyrese has not been the same. So I need y'all to pray for Tyrese. I guess Tyrese and his girlfriend have broken up because allegedly they're saying that his new album has a lot of songs referring to his ex-wife. All I'm going to say is Tyrese, you need therapy. You need therapy, Tyrese. You need therapy. And then when you're done with the therapy, bring back TGT. That's it. But y'all need to pray for Tyrese. This man, what, a couple weeks ago saying he wanted to be Latino. I don't think he said he wanted to be Afro-Latino. I think he just said he wanted to be white Latino. So, sir, get it together. I don't know what else to say about Tyrese. Just mm, a waste of some good. Mm, okay. Waste, 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 waste. That's it. Waste. Also, not surprised that Larsa Pimpin and Marcus Jordan have broken up. Let's be real. Michael Jordan was going to make sure that shit was going to be closed out. You don't think Michael told Marcus, bro, if you marry this bitch, you not getting your inheritance. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Let's be real. Let's be real. Hmm. Let's be honest. He's like, you're not about to be fucking your auntie and think you about to marry your auntie and think you about to get this inheritance. Okay. And let's not forget, Michael Jordan got what? Five kids? <laughs> He got split them billions between them five kids. Okay, thank you. Marcus knew damn well if he did not break up with that woman allegedly, he would not be getting inheritance. <laughs> okay, but you guys, let me end this right here before I start talking out of my ass and out of my mouth. But you guys have an amazing day. Have an amazing week. One last message, secret admirers, reveal yourself. I know y'all listening. Y'all listen every week. You like to hear this voice. Guess what? You can have this voice in your ear. Hi. We can, we have our little like Mariah the Scientist moment. Can you call me baby? Am I your baby? Yes, daddy. Am I your baby? But okay, let me shut up now. But you guys have an amazing day. You can find this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play. Wherever you find this podcast is where you got to follow it. You can follow me on Instagram at it's Wista, I-T-S-W-I-S-T-A. You can follow me on Instagram. Oh, wait, damn, I said that twice. That's how you know I've been talking too much. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow this podcast on TikTok at words Wista. You can follow this podcast on X. I usually don't use X like that. I usually use my personal one, but you can still follow it um we'll be back next week and if you have any questions or any constructive criticism because i always say constructive criticism is the best thing to do when you need some thoughts send that to let me tell you something at gmail.com and i'll be back next week and also y'all stream my artist's music okay thank you goodbye